Hello, Soul Family. It's Sal from Awaken with Sal podcast. I just wanted to let you know that I have Tyson Bannigan, the founder of the Wellness Academy, a highly sought after dowser and speaker who's joining me this week. He teaches ancient and modern technologies of transformation that are simple, straightforward, and can easily be learned by anyone. Hello, Soul Family. I'm your host, Sal Buller, and welcome to Awaken with Sal, a global podcast, your vibrational connection for the body, mind, and spirit, devoted to spiritual awakening, consciousness expansion, sacred empowerment, energy healing, and much, much more. So honored to be here with all you divine beings today. Before we dive in, remember to head over to saltheawakener.com for a free meditation download and share your email to receive my new ebook and stay connected for future offerings and monthly interactive virtual community gatherings available to you all free of charge. Hello soul family and I'm your host Sal Buller. Welcome to Awaken with Sal, a global podcast. I connect with soul-driven conscious creators, empaths, starseeds, and healers who share their empowering tools, give spiritual guidance, deep, profound wisdom, and knowledge from their personal journeys for living an awakened life. Devoted to spiritual awakening, consciousness expansion, sacred empowerment, energy healing, our guest today is Tyson Bannigan the founder of the Wellness Academy, a highly sought after dowser and speaker. He teaches ancient and modern technologies of transformation that are simple, straightforward, and can easily be learned by anyone. As an energy detective, he discovered that the first step in personal transformation is to release underlying trauma, and his goal is to empower people by changing their lives for the better. Welcome, Tyson. How are you today? I'm fine, thank you, and thank you for inviting me back to the show. It's always a pleasure to have a time with you, and so, yeah, I'm looking forward to this. Wonderful. I look forward to our time together as well. And I just want to, first of all, Tyson, um, thank you. Thank you on behalf of every single dowser out there, every energy healer out there, of the amazing work that you've been doing. Um, and I know that you're a master dowser, but you didn't start off as a master dowser. Uh, if you can just share with our community uh, maybe a little bit about yourself and how you came into this world, onto this path. Wow, that's a, I'll try and keep it brief, um, Cole's notes, but yeah, I, I just found when I was young that, I don't know, somebody dropped me off on the wrong planet, at least, or I certainly didn't have the manual for planet Earth. And um, I was empathic and uh, quickly learned that the language that people spoke here, they really didn't want to know the answers to what they asked so for example they would say so how are you and i would tell them how i am but they didn't want to know that they wanted just to say i'm fine thank you very much or i was at school and they would say what do you think about this poem or and i would tell them what i thought about the poem and the answer would be no 
you need to be the parent and tell the teacher what she thinks the poem's all about. So I, I really didn't get it at all. So hmm. I then learned how to play the game. Well, I didn't learn. Actually, I had to be taught how to play the game of being an intellectual. And once I learned that I had to be the best parent on the planet to tell everybody what they already knew and give it back to them, that I could then be very successful, which I was. So I became an academic, taught university, you know, did wrote courses and all that. Mm -hmm. But it was really a, a detriment to who I truly be was an empath, right? Yeah. And so I had really shut down my empathic aspect because it got me into trouble. So, you know, with a girlfriend, I said, did you know that da, 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 and I'd be reading their aura and be totally innocent and then blow them away. So, so anyway, <laughs> a long story short, that part of my being got shut down, right? So if you're an empath and you're listening to this show, don't worry, you're not here to fit in, you're here to change the world. And hopefully you'll cotton on to that a lot quicker than I did. It took me like 30, 40 years to get that one straight. <laughs> so now in turning my intuition back on, and part of that was that Raymond Grace came to Vernon and one of my friends went to his class and came back. He's a master dowser with a pendulum and said, hey, look, I said, I can do this. And I thought, wow, I've been learning to do that. And if he can do it, I can do it. So I learned how to do that. And then I went and took a course from Raymond Grace and that started me on the path of, oh, this is training wheels for guidance on demand, which used to be what I was in the normal way that I would operate. Mm -hmm. So I would say I'm stuck sort of between two worlds. The world of the intellect is, is the left brain and the intuition, which is the right brain, learning there's an appropriate time in which to either use both sides of those brains to make holistic decisions rather than no brain decisions. So that's sort of where I am. And that sort of encapsulates the journey that I had to go through in order to discover how to, how to play the game on planet earth. Right. Wow. That's an amazing, amazing journey. And I'm sure that there are many that are listening that can totally understand and relate. So just, I know one of the questions that someone's probably thinking is what did you teach at university? What was your what was your um, life here on the planet? What was it that you were uh, uh, taught how to use that left side of your brain? Well, you know, I have to say that uh, I love to teach. There's nothing that brings me more passion than teaching. So to be given the privilege to, to teach third level at, at Simon Fraser University in the communications department was really, really exciting. Because And I taught uh, communication and intervention. So it was conflict and intervention, communication and conflict and intervention. So it would take major things like um, uh, the war in the woods, for example, uh, and how, what, what's the real problem and what is the possible solution. And because their third year, they were really committed to being there. And the discussion was amazing. And everybody would have a chance to present on any one of those topics. And so it was so successful that we had to do two classes at the same time because so many people wanted to take it. And, and, then, and that was somebody else's course. And then I was hired to do uh, case studies and models in community economic development. I wrote the curriculum for that. So those were the two things I did at the university level. And then I had been a guest speaker on uh, bioregionalism at uh, in Washington State uh, and uh, at UBC. So I've been a guest lecturer here and there. Uh, 
So yeah, so being the academic um, was a lot of fun and I really enjoyed it. Yes. And um, I never, ever, ever really prepared. I just stand up and deliver, right? And, beautiful, beautiful. Yeah. So um, there's a lot of listeners I know that are just like myself who dows for healing. Can you explain to some individuals that are probably tuning in, what is dowsing and how... I, and I'm being a dowser myself, but not a master dowser like you. Um, can you explain um, how dowsing works? I know some great thinkers, uh, you know, used to use dowsing. And maybe you can mention a few of those names as well. Yeah, it's been used uh, all the way through history from the ancient times. I, I think one way to explain it is if you look at most insects, they all have antennas, right? And those antennas are because they're picking up frequencies. And those frequencies usually have to do with the host that they're hunting or the plant that they want to eat. So for example, a bug will pick up on the smell or the energetic signal of the plant that is under stress that it, you know, like an aphid that is then going to eat. So a dowsing rod or a pendulum or body swing is learning how to pay attention to your own uh, antenna, so to speak. So the rod or, you know, like the rod here or the becomes then like your antenna, right? That That is an antenna, like, you know, on the bug, it's on the top of the head, right? Right. So it's just a way of picking up uh, energy that you normally are not aware of until you tune in and know that that is a level of communication that you can receive and rely on connected to your intuition if you program it that way. So the programming would be every time that I use my pendulum or do body sway or muscle testing, I only want the answer from source or from God or creator of all that is. And that way then it bypasses your ego uh, getting in the way of interpreting what the meaning of that signal is. And the more that you um, test that out, and I really encourage people like test this out, like. Scientific evidence is based on running the same experiment and getting the same result. So test it out and you will find that the more you test it out and the better you get your answers, like you say, you find out that this is yes and then you find out in the real world that it is yes, the more than you believe in it, the more you trust it, the more you trust it. Then after a while, you really don't need any tools whatsoever. You'll just get pure, unadulterated, um, straightforward, reliable guidance. And that's what I want everybody to learn how to do. And we've always had guidance and it's always available. It's just that for most of us, we're not tuned into it, right? right. And right. for most of us, we have to shut our brain down, which is another way of shutting up long enough to be still in guidance, which you know all about, Sal, right. to allow that still voice inside of us to speak the truth of who we be or the answer to the question that we ask. Exactly, exactly. I mean, I know just uh, from past working with you, Tyson, your wealth of knowledge and understanding. And I know that it takes much um, time and effort and to be a, a master dowser. And there are not very many master dowsers that are on the on the planet, especially in our part of the world, especially. Um, so if one wanted to go ahead and learn how to douse, um, they can get a hold of you. Um, and maybe you can just uh, 
you know, give us your website. And then what we'll do is we'll go into a little bit more about dowsing and healing, because my passion, as you know, is really to bring something to everyone. So dowsing is one mechanism that someone can use in order to become a better healer. So Tyson, if you can just uh, your website, and then maybe we can just take that into a conversation about dowsing and healing. Yes, yeah, so all the courses, and by the way, all the certification courses, which uh, allows you to be certified in all the various areas that I'm interested in, are now opening up for the fall go-around. So this is really the time in which to join. And, I, and if I may, I'll just run through some of them. One of them is uh, the Deep Clearing Protocol, which is a fundamental basis of all the work that I do which is learning how to clear your bioenergy field, your meridians and your chakras and strengthen your energy field, take back your personal power and stand in your truth, no matter what. And for empaths, it really helps create a, a boundary between everybody else's thoughts and feelings, the collective unconsciousness and what's happening on the planet now. So you can stay out of overwhelm and manage your own energy field. So that's level one. And then there's a certification program, and that's so that you're certified to teach that to your own clients. Then the next step of that is distant healing, how to do distant healing using a pendulum, using a series of charts that was taught to me, I think it's a 664-page booklet created by the master dowser, John Living, who was one of my master dowsers and teachers, and whose business I took over. So that's how to douse from a distance and do distant healing. And then the next step in that one is dowsing and energy healing. And it really, we're really fortunate in that John Living recorded uh, many um, presentations done by master dowsers. Most of them are no longer with us. They're on the other side. So we get to learn from ma other master dowsers and discuss, well, what techniques would you like to take? How did that work? And whether we could use those tools now. And some of them are actually available for us, even though they're on the other side, to actually work with us. So how do you work with a, a master dowser on the other side? That's really exciting because he does come in and help us do sessions. So the important thing to know about master dowsers is you really become a master dowser because you're standing on the shoulders of the master dowsers that went before you. And you're really uh, putting your sort of medicine bag together of tools and techniques that they've taught, right? And you say, ooh, that's really good. And then those tools uh, from your master dowsers become your toolbox of how you would then work with your, your own clients. So it's a, an exciting uh, way to learn is to learn from the masters. And then the last and my favorite one is Earth Wisdom Geomancy, which is, you know, we're everything around us, every rock, every tree, every animal, everything is alive. So how do we communicate and work with it? How do we enliven the earth? How do we sing the song to the earth to bring her back alive and fully healthy, particularly in this time of a personal and planetary crisis? How do we do this? How do we talk to the lords of light? How do we go to sacred sites and do ceremony? How do we enliven the landscape by talking to the angelic and elemental kingdoms? And so that's one of my favorite courses to teach. So there you are. It's a little bit of a smorgasbord of where you can go and how you can play in this field. That's right. That's right. Which is a beautiful, beautiful introduction to, of course, energy healing. So whether there's a passion for animals, uh, for the plant 
plant world uh, for yourself or whatever that may be, there is a way that you can actually douse to your benefit Absolutely. and to the benefit of everyone else around you. Step into the energy healing part of it because part of what your passion is, as I just discussed in the intro, was that you're an energy detective who discovered that the first step in personal transformation is really to release underlying trauma. And because of that um, incredible goal that you have to empower people, um, let's, let's uh, you know, discuss that a little bit further. Yes, okay, this is um, really important that we, you know, if we're still on planet Earth and haven't ascended or graduated or we're still here, obviously we haven't, we've got work to do you know, fulfilling our divine purpose or our mission, why we incarnated. And the major block that I've discovered in with all of the clients that I work with is there's some sort of trauma and underlying trauma, usually between the ages of zero and seven, some can be past life, some can be in the womb or prenatal, but majority of it is in the very early uh, stages of our of our life when we usually misinterpreted something that's been said to us by some pe person in authority, or there could be abuse, sexual abuse, verbal abuse, uh, spiritual abuse, or it could be a near-death experience or loss of a loved one. Those are all key trauma incidents that can uh, inscribe our DNA. And every time something similar to that occurs in our life, that triggers that endless loop to run in our brain and we go into fight or flight and we relive it all over again. And it really can basically mess up our life and our relationships and um, our relationship to the planet. So when we do a trauma release, we're looking for what is that initial incident. And once we actually help people see it and uh, feel it, because like, we've really denied the feelings around it, then it actually gets released very, very quickly. And whatever trauma was uh, embedded on top of it all comes out like a series of dominoes just cascading one after the other and the person is free from that original trauma not very um not in other words it's not very complicated is what i'm trying to get at right it, it's really pretty straightforward but if we if we don't know what it is there's pretty difficult to get at so that's why having a mentor or a coach or a dowser to help you discover what that trauma is, is really beneficial. It's not sort of something you can get at yourself. Right. And there's almost that a mirror effect that you need, or you need someone who's going to actually bring something to your attention, to your awareness, which is going to really help you do that part of the healing. Now, I know that you know, many people ask me, and I'm sure you get this question. I mean, you have therapists, you have psychologists, you have counselors, you have coaches, you have it, the list goes on. Um, at what point do you make that a little bit less complicated for the individual who actually wants to do this healing work, uh, whether it's for themselves or for their lineage? Because I know right now, uh, what's coming up in the circles of healing that I'm doing is that there's a lot of ancestral stuff that's coming up that needs to be released. So uh, what are your thoughts on that, Tyson? Yeah, so uh, so let me just say that the technique that I'm using, I'm using sound healing as one technique. Clearing toxic emotions is another technique, which I'm certified to do that. 
as a practitioner and core fractures. And so I have three different ways of getting to the truth, underlying truth of where the trauma is so that the person can see it and feel it and recognize it on their, all their levels of being and then release it. So I call it the no, no fuss, must or analytic couch approach to trauma release. So in other words, it, in, in my world, it doesn't need necessarily need multiple sessions. It doesn't need talking around the issue. It doesn't need counseling. Now I'm not saying that this is a substitute because for some people that all roads lead to Rome, let's put it that way. And some people need to go the longer road and that's fine. But if you're, if you're sick and tired of the longer road for whatever reason, and you just want to get her done, then come and see me because we can, if you're ready, willing and able, let's put it that way, then we can get the job done. If you're not ready and willing to able, then it, we're, we can't do it as quickly as possible. Hopefully that makes sense. Yes. Now, most empaths, I don't think this is not judge. I have to think about it. Yeah, I would say most empaths have incarnated and made the choice at the soul level that they're going to clear up their ancestral trauma. Okay. Almost invariably, all of them have said that. I know I have. And if this is occurring and you don't have clear defined boundaries, then I'm really encouraging people to say to your ancestor, hold on here. Yeah, I know I incarnated and this is what I'm here to clean up, but I got to get myself anchored and grounded first, right? Let me get my stuff. So if you could just hold off, because when I do my own work and take back my personal power, it's going to ricochet all the way through my ancestors. So remember Yes, you are here to do your ancestral clearing, but you, it begins and ends with you. And if you do it correctly, you're going to clear. When you go clear, you're going to clear 265,400 souls. So, you know, it begins and ends with you. So don't get lost and, oh, I have to go this so many generations back and, you know, do Aunt Martha or whatever. No, you can do it at your level, get the job done and know that that was going to clean up the whole lineage. Right. What a what a, a beautiful explanation. And that totally resonates with me. And I'm hoping that uh, if anyone has any further questions, you can certainly um, give Tyson a call or you can give me a call or shoot us an email. Uh, we're always happy to help. Um, and now I noticed the one thing that I was very, very interested in that uh, is an offering of yours, and that is the pineal gland protocol. Yes, um, it's interesting when we look at the different functions of the organs and glands in our body. And if you're a dowser, the nice thing is you can then uh, really uh, take a look at on a scale of zero to 100 with 100 that they're operating uh, totally correctly uh, where we are. So, for example, with the pineal gland for everybody listening on the call now and in the future, because we can, there is no time when we douse, everybody listening to this call. Uh, this call is about 50% clear in their pineal gland. So if you have clear sight or clear vision or an intuitive aha, or you know that the phone is gonna ring and Aunt Martha is gonna be on the other end, and you have that beginning capacity, uh, which comes from being psychic because really the pineal gland is part of the inner seeing. Now the inner seeing is connected to all of the other you know, five senses. So when you, ha 
when you heighten your inner seeing, it heightens all the other five senses. So you're going to be able to hear, smell, taste, and everything will change as you clear one of them. So they're all interconnected. So if you have those beginning stages of aha, then how would you like to double your capacity to do that? And by doubling the capacity, it would come about by learning how to clear your pineal gland. So, right. Yeah. Right. And who would say who would say no to that? Exactly. <laughs> who doesn't want to be more aware, certainly even from a safety level of what's happening? Like I would like to get the aha that I'm not to get on that plane or you know, not to drive on that road or to, you know, stop or whatever, right? It, it from a safety factor, and this is really, really important. And at this time on the planet, being safe is getting more and more important, right? Be at the right place at the right time. Yeah. So the pineal gland is, you know, the inner seeing. It looks like a pine cone. It has that inner spiral, right? Yes. And um, and if you look in the Vatican, in the Vatican Square, you'll see that there's a big statue to this. In fact, you look at um, the statue of Mercury, you'll, you'll see it everywhere. So it's encoded in all of some of the major institutions on this planet. They basically understand the value of the pineal gland. And to be quite honest, if we all were, were able to awaken our pineal gland, there would be no such thing as mind control. There would be no such thing as domination over anybody. There would be total, absolutely um, liberation of every individual on the planet and everybody would be a sovereign human being. That's how powerful it is. So the only way to control anybody on the planet is through fear and through domination, which comes from the original trauma that we're talking about. The trauma creates the doorway into the auric field where then the fear can be increased through entities or by electronic harassment or by uh, sound skull technology where they broadcast into your brain so you think you're actually thinking the thoughts but they're not yours um, or they can be such things as putting fluoride in the water which crystallizes your the, the actual crystals in your pineal gland and therefore they don't float anymore they're actually frozen in time and space and don't have that capacity. So it's sort of think of, you have a, um, I never thought of this before, but here it comes. Think of an observatory where you have the, you know, when the observatory opens up and the telescope can come up, well, that's what's happening to pineal. When the, the pineal has the flexibility, it doesn't crystallize. Those yeah. crystals can adjust like opening up the the dome for the telescope, which is the third eye of seeing, can then focus on, what it is that you need to focus on, right? Mm -hmm. And so that's why it's so important. So one of the things that you one can do is to use boron. Boron will free up the crystals in your third eye. And while well, where do you get boron? Well, it comes from borax. So um, I don't know what the recipe is, but uh, it's pretty straightforward and simple. And if you're really interested, you get hold of it of me or Sal, and we will give you the recipe. Pretty straightforward. It's pretty much a, a pinch or two, or maybe uh, an ounce, you know, in one of those little cups, maybe that much into a gallon of water, you know, and you just mix it up and you add it to, I like to put it into warm water in the morning. Warm water 
uh, first thing in the, in the morning before anything else, clear so many things in your body. That's, that's a great way to do it. I do twice a week. And I also do a one teaspoon of apple cider vinegar along that to, to balance out my pH. So uh, boron is really, really important to free us up from that fluoride. Please do not use fluoride um, toothpaste and please don't use fluoride when you go to the dentist. I think you're crazy, but that's all right. Um, it's your life, it's your body. Choose to do what's right for you. And so that's the way to free that. And of course the protocol is, is really any dowsing protocol is a way of sending a message from your conscious to your subconscious mind to run this program 24 seven, 365. I'd love to share an offer before we get back to this episode. You can get a free meditation download and join our free monthly interactive virtual community gatherings where we discuss topics of interest to uplift, educate and support each other in a safe, loving environment. Simply head over to salveawakener.com and join the community of like-minded, soul-driven, conscious creators that understand the changing times. Go ahead now to salveawakener.com. Now, I met somebody recently and I said, oh, I can teach people how to do that. So it's instantaneous. So I said, great, I'm going to come and learn how to do that. So we don't have to do 21 days of programming. So there may be ways in which we could talk from our conscious to our subconscious program and get these programs to run quicker. Uh, but so far, I, in my own research, it takes 21 days for the physical body to get this. And it takes 60 days at least for the spiritual body to understand this. So we're, so we're encoding it. And if you're a dowser, you know that every dowser uses a protocol. And the yeah. protocol is when I douse, da, 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 this is going to happen. So what we're doing is we're making a new protocol that gets shorter and shorter and shorter. So when I douse, I use my protocol, it means you're running all of that information. So when I'm clearing my pineal gland, I'm running all that information that I've encoded over the 21 days into my unconscious field. Right. Does that make sense? That makes sense. Now, if, so, if someone was interested in the pineal gland protocol, and this is something only you can answer because I do not particularly do that. That was my big interest. Um, would one have to do the deep clearing protocol prior to? So is there like a prerequisite? No, you can just one? jump into it. It really is a short form of the, uh, the deep clearing protocol. So the deep clearing protocol is 64 statements, like a shotgun approach to a bullseye. So right. some of it, uh, when you shoot it off to the bullseye, uh, some of it, the 64 statements are relevant to you and some of them aren't. But I ask everybody to do everything. And then we cut it down day seven, day 14. We just douse which numbers are appropriate. After 21 to 60 days, after you've done the deeper work, then you can use sort of put a scope on a rifle and zero on what you want to clear. So clearing the pineal gland, it's like a putting a scope on a rifle, using a, a specific clearing statement to zero on in that part of the body to do this intention, right? So and, really, and uh, all of this is really the basis of, of wizardry, to be quite honest. This is the way that you, this is a basic 101 of manifestation. You know, okay. speaking yeah. the truth in your I am present and manifesting it into reality. 
Wow. It's, it's amazing the work that you do. And I know I, I have been in one of your um, beautiful um, uh, book journeys as well. Uh, but the other thing that I wanted to ask, which really got my attention this time was the radical earth resonance. Yeah, Radical Earth Residence is uh, we're about to do with Shelly Darling, uh, which is uh, she has a particular way of getting at dowsing in which she likes to work with the earth energies. And I've been working as a facilitator uh, with her, I think, for four or five years. And we do everything around 12 around one. There's something incredible when you do group clearings and group group work particularly when it comes to uh, clearing lands, people, buildings, and planetary areas like cities and geographical areas. And uh, we're about to do a 13, no, a 12-week course to teach people how to be facilitators in this area, right? Radical earth heart resonance, how to listen to the field or source consciousness, how to be guided as a group, because when three or more are gathered in my name, there am I, and the magic it's like almost instantaneous manifestation happens when you work in a group. And so learning these skills as a facilitator over these 12 weeks, I think it's 12 weeks, 12 stones. I think I remember what else is in the title. You mm -hmm. will be able to go and facilitate and create your own 12 around group to do like we're co-writing a book. We're using in a social justice reform committee. Uh, we've done a healing group. We've done masterminds that way. So the 12, I know we, I've actually used uh, the 12 around one, although we did call it that way, that at that time to, to um, do grants of $5 million on the West Coast of North America. So it can be used for almost anything. It's a way to facilitate a group of 12 right. to bring about change and transformation. Beautiful. And I can just imagine the incredible um, um, quick results that one would get. I know that healing in larger circles is, is exponential. So yeah, definitely, I could see that uh, working in a very similar manner. And at some point, uh, we will. Now, I'm just going through for the next uh, few moments, uh, we're going to uh, take off. Uh, and I love, I love, talking about all this work because it's so needed and the masses need to understand that, you know, you have to want, and then the teacher will show, uh, show up and there's amazing teachers out there. And, you know, Tyson is in a very small part of our beautiful province here, BC in Canada. And I mean, he's doing amazing work all over the globe. And uh, so what I wanted to discuss with you, Tyson, now is um, where we're at right now and moving forward, if you, if you can just touch on that for, for myself and for, for anyone that's listening, um, you know, with the COVID situation, with what's happening, with the lockdowns, the monetary system, um, all of that, I mean, being a master dowser, what is your take on all of that? Yeah, well, thank you for asking me that. We, I just come out of um, co-facilitating um, the first gathering of the Eagles, which happened not this weekend, but last weekend. There was uh, 17 of us that gathered and spent three days together around this very uh, important topic and how to work around 12 around one. And it comes from uh, Paul Menno's, uh, Menno Paul's book, the Gathering of Eagles, which if you go to the WW, the Wellness Academy, go under events, 
you'll see the Gathering of Eagles and his book is available in PDF form. Highly recommend you read it, even though it's related to the 70s and 80s. The basic thing is he was trained to follow his guidance no matter what. Sell his house, everything, and just trust his guidance. So if there's one thing you take away from this show today is always, always follow your guidance. Make no decision whatsoever on this you know, massive transformation that's going on this planet. Whether you take the job, don't take the job, whether you, you know, whether you, whatever, please only make the decision, not under your rest, not under pressure, only from your guidance. If you are coming from your guidance, you need to let go of fear and in, and you need to step into joy because what the first thing we did with the family constellation in the group is discover when we did the motions were all represented in the room. The only emotion that wasn't there was joy. Okay. Joy is the way in which we get through this. If you have no joy, you're caught in the matrix, right? So find the joy wherever it is, follow your guidance and know that you will always be in the right place at the right time, no matter who's trying to do what to you or coerce you into doing anything. Uh, be an eagle. See the whole thing from above. Don't get lost in the details. Know that there are like-minded people out there. Find your tribe. And why not learn the facilitation training program? Why not read a book about the gathering and eagles? Why not find like-minded people that you can work with? So together, you'll be in the right place at the right time in a community of like-minded people. So, so beautifully put. So incredible. So glad that I asked you that question because I'm sure that every single person that I have on on the podcast will always get a question like that right at the end because, you know, when you have uh, great masters like yourself on the podcast, it's always uh, comforting to 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 get your understanding and uh, your wisdom on how to move forward. So just uh, uh, from the bottom of my heart, I really, really um, want to thank you once again. And um, I'll let you end the show with if someone wanted to get a hold of you, Tyson, how can they get a hold of you in order to do um, everything that you have done in your life? Wow, yeah. The best and my favorite way of working with the people is one-on-one where I will ask you and the first thing is, well, what's up in your life? And whatever's up in your life in that moment is what we will learn and discuss. And so it's a free range way of working together where whatever is literally coming up is what you need to deal with. And I get to learn as much as everybody else because I get guided. So that's the way I love to play and I see it as play and yes it does bring me bread and butter and that's important too so if what I'm saying to you makes sense or any of the certification courses you'd like to join you can always phone me toll free and it's a one eight six six dowsing or one eight six six three six nine seven four six four but it's easier just to memorize one eight six six dowsing or you can also just email me, and it's my name, which is spelled differently. It's T-Y with an H, an antenna, like a dowsing antenna, S-O-N at me, 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 dot com. 
Wonderful. So thank you. Thank you for that. And on that note, uh, I'd like to just uh, go ahead and thank every single person that's out there uh, who has tuned in. And remember to go ahead and share uh, Awaken with Sal podcast devoted to spiritual awakening, consciousness expansion, sacred empowerment, energy healing. Thank you so much and have a wonderful day. Thank you all for joining us today by sharing your time, sharing your love, and most important, your energetic presence, your unique vibrational signature. What a gift and an honor to have you join us. Notice what has shifted or stood out for you today and know that you are a sacred being, a co-creator on an incredible soulful journey. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe so you're notified when a new episode is released. Don't forget to rate and review this podcast and share it with your friends. The more reviews and shares we get, the more people we can reach, and you never know how an episode will shift someone's life. Once again, thanks so much for listening, and have an incredible day.